Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From CBS Radio Studios in New York City, it's the DA Show with your host, Damon Amendolara, featuring producer Moraz and the musical sounds of the Zap Zap Orchestra. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's DA. Okay, happy Monday to you boys and girls. Children of all ages, it's Mraz, it's Bogus, it's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Ooh, ooh, ah, 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 ah. DA will be back tomorrow through Friday. Count. We were going to have like, it's going to be like an all-star crew the next couple of days. Bogues won't be on updates, he'll be over here. We'll have anchors in. I'll be producing. Then I'll be from home one day. Boy will be here. It's, things are getting nuts. So I don't know what DA has up his sleeves for the farewell tour. You will have the rest of this week, me and DA, and then the week of the the 17th. So only nine more DA shows with me and DA together exist here in the month of July. All right? Is it really only nine? Now, me and you will see each other more because we'll see each other three times next week. But remember, right. I have that week vacation coming up in between. So there we nine. Pete, quick question. Do I continue to submit right. days off to you, or am I done with you? You're done with me. Okay. That's good. More significantly, Pete is done with you. Yeah. Just cross it off off my uh, ledger. Cross him off, then. So we have done a lot of sports, but I'm actually very curious about this because we got to get loose, man. It's the end of June. We've talked about the College Baseball World Series coming up here in the third game. DeAndre Ayton, he's not going to be moved by Phoenix. Antonio Brown making excuses. Pete, I must ask you. Nine. Um, all kidding aside, because we had the Carlos versus Boyle tit for tat. I'm sure that the job I'm having, and this is not to tap me on the back, but it's just this is the way it works right now. Sure, here. it's not. When a job becomes available and we have a roster of part-timers, they basically want to fight each other tooth and nail to get the job because that's what you work for in this business. I'm not fighting anybody. I, I didn't ask you. To, hold on. That's not, the point isn't that. Here's my point for Pete. 
How much stress does it put on a schedule maker to know that I'm leaving in three weeks and we don't have the spots filled and we may not full time on that basis, knowing that you're somebody that likes to pre-plan? Is this throw up the Pete the body not, summer a little bit? Not really, because we have a plan for the plan. It's, oh, we we you know we have we have um, we have part timers who've done the show, so we'll just rotate them in as we figure out who's going to be the um, the producer. Okay. All right. So it's actually not it's actually not that bad. Okay. You can understand the question though, right? Yeah. It's actually easier than if than someone giving a two weeks notice cuz then it kind of if you have something planned already, you have to blow it up. Right. So I guess you hadn't scheduled August anyway. We were in the process of it when this all went down. Okay. Despite you asking in February for our August dates, you were yeah. just getting around to it now. Correct. Okay. Very interesting. Mm. Very very interesting, folks. <laughs> Wouldn't you say so? Yeah, I, I thought that would have been one of Pete's main objections, that you were creating more work for him by yeah. leaving. Just like I was mad at the end of last week because you leaving was making DA reconfigure his paternity <laughs> schedule, which was taking away these shows from me, meaning I had to do actual work on updates and be here longer. And then lo and behold... That's actually not the case. I don't know what well, I'll be doing tomorrow through Friday, well, but it will not be updated. So thank you for leaving, Sean. So, so that's my next question. And this is so perfectly wrapping up my time working with DA, which is we all bubbled and babbled about last week. It's been a great time. DA, for all of his strengths, I think perhaps his biggest weakness is when he has an idea, has a plan, usually it's either very last minute or we're all the last to know. Yes. So I wonder, Pete, and this is what I'm very scared of in terms of editing work or anything, things he may want to play back from the past. I'm assuming there's going to be some of that. Has he tipped you off to anything he's looking for, or are we going to be blindsided tomorrow? Uh, there's a couple things that uh, we've kind of all discussed, but that's it. Without me. Um, I, think, I thought you were on those emails, but you can't get into your work email. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so no. I think just g generic conversations, not yes. specific, get me this, let's do that. Because that's my worry. Is tomorrow a, morning I'm here, DA comes rumbling in, we need this, we I need that. I think a lot of it is in the final week. And I think I think um, everyone was talking, uh, was well, a couple of people asked about the buffoon. Yeah. And I think they were going to do something where it uh, incorporates previous ones and the ones that we haven't done yet. Okay, so our thought is you guys will get the normal-ish DA show that we've known, kind of get the last taste of that yeah. for the next four days. And then coming back that week of the 17th, it's full-blown farewell tour? I would say so. Oh, it's, uh, similar, yeah. Okay. All right. So there you have it. That's kind of pre-planned. Then Bogus and I will have fun for three days next week with some fireworks mixed in in between. Right? Sure. Sound like a plan to everybody? I like it. And you guys will have fun without me and get, get, get a sense of the world without me that week of the 10th. And there we go. Yep. All right. So now that we've carved out that, we've, we've tightened it all up, if you will. That is correct. We can get back to sports. Finally. So we mentioned earlier in this show about Sham Sharenya. Sharenya. That's a fun name to say, no matter if you can say it or not. That's when you say it wrong. <laughs> I still don't know the correct way to say his last name, so... I just stick with Shams. All right. So Shams works for FanDuel, has a report out there that Scoot Henderson, you know, gaining momentum to go number two overall. He doesn't. Then there's the whole controversy. Brandon Miller goes number two. For, you know, all of the stuff that went on with him, with the murder and the gun. And uh, look, we know the deal with Brandon Miller. So he goes number two to Charlotte and he gets booed. He gets booed. Now, 
Does he get booed because the Hornet fans wanted Scoot Henderson and they'd been given false hope? Does he get booed because, well, everything that he was accused of and it was a part of at Alabama? Either way, he got booed as a number two overall pick. And Brandon Miller responded to those boos. To the ones that's booing, um, I'm here to let you know I'm, we're going to get a lot of wins this year. Definitely going to try to get the, you know, hold up the big trophy at the end. Um, you know, just going to have a lot of winners around me. All right, not exactly exhilarating stuff there from Brandon Miller. The big trophy at the end? <laughs> Folks, he said we're going to hold up the big trophy at yeah. the end. At least he didn't call it a piece of tin. Yeah. True, but <laughs> yeah. he doesn't know what it's called. And he's trying to win it now as an NBA he's like yeah. player. He's Googling who's Well, Larry unless O'Brien. he means the midseason tournament. That's true. But isn't this what somebody told us, one of our guests last week, that pre-draft that Brandon didn't have the best interviews he left little to be desired yeah. in, in like face to face that was awkward yeah and that was that was an awkward you called Web and Yama boring I'd rather have Web and Yama eight well, days out of seven personality was over Brandon Miller I know it's very hard to separate that somebody lost their life and what involvement could be with Brandon Miller from this so I'm trying to only do this about basketball okay I, I feel like if you want to constantly have that conversation it just that will just continue to get in the way from a basketball standpoint I'm okay with Brandon Miller sound, sounding that boring, ultimately. Boring players can be boring or or whatever. Good players can be boring. Right. Yeah. I kind of appreciate that he got booed, and that was his response. Hey, you know, we're going to win. We have good play. He's trying to say the right things. It clearly didn't affect him, and I almost wonder if it's some kind of sick, twisted, demented way going through what he went through where basically every road team was booing him, saying horrible things, holding up signs in an odd way, prepared him for negative backlash in the NBA mentally? Yeah, I, I mean... I, Not that you want to be in that scenario. No, but I guess experience does matter, right? Yeah. I mean, he's he's done it. I would think on most nights in the NBA, he's probably not going to hear overwhelmingly negative things. There's always going to be somebody yelling yeah. things at him, but he's not going to walk into arenas and face like a firestorm yeah, every night. The Hornets don't even have a real rival. Like, well, there's no, that too. The Hornets come through your road town... It's one of those, your season ticket holders probably giving away your tickets, and you might be going to your one game a year. You're going to have a couple of beers, bring right. your kids, maybe have fun. Yeah, they roll into those big Hornets-Wizards games. Yeah. The fans in D.C. aren't going nuts. Exactly. So, but on the flip side of it, maybe Brandon Miller is a separate case because you may not agree with the ethics of everything that happened. But when your team makes a selection, and we've seen it in the NFL before, is it ever okay to boo the draft pick before? You're going to plenty of time to boom your whole career. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I, I. I think I have a pretty wide acceptance for just booing. Like it's okay. He's not the guy you wanted for whatever reason. Off court stuff, on court stuff. You boo. You're not necessarily booing him directly all the time. You're kind of booing the the, the choice, or you're booing the GM for bringing him on board. It's fine. I'd rather you boo than say something completely unacceptable at somebody. That's true. Booing is actually a very safe way to yeah. let out your frustration. Right. And sometimes the player is not the actual right. target, and that sucks because you're still going to feel like you're the target. But I think fans can boo. Right. Like, so let's say you're Brandon Miller and you got picked, right? And Charlotte Hornet fans are that upset. Would you rather hear, boo, or would you rather hear, hey, Brandon, your sister's ass? So you're at these games. You'd rather be booed. <laughs> Now, of course, you could say more vulgar things than that. Right. But you'd rather be booed. Yeah. Of course you would. And I, I would not want to take away the visuals in particular of, like, how many great NFL clips do we have of fans freaking out in the stands because they don't like the pick yeah. that their team just made. Yes, Peter we, Schwartz. Yeah, we need that. Like, for me, when WFAN announced I was coming over the afternoon drive, Boo. I would have rather people booed me 
then had somebody Photoshop Danny DeVito over me in a picture. <laughs> which was very hurtful. <laughs> I can't believe Poor Kat da- didn't think of that. Poor Danny DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> have some respect for Danny DeVito. He's a great actor. Come on. It's always sunny or, at Bar's Bar. Or have our boss tweeted that you hired another fat, bald, bleep bleep when talking about me. So, I mean, those things happen. I'd or rather be Chris booed. Moore? You know, I'd, I'd rather be booed. So, I mean, Brandon Miller, you'd rather be booed. It's an interesting point. You, BT, Sal... Tiki, all bald. Now Craig was bald, so yeah. you're only that's only only a net gain of very bald over there. It really is. So but, if you want a job at the fan, shave your head. No, but bald is now in. That's the good thing. We are living in a bald renaissance. So you think that we're ahead of the curve at the fan for collecting well, bald I just, sports personnel? I just I heard don't. What you did there, bogus. No, no, no. I don't think it's about being ahead or behind a curve. I just think that when you were bald and you lost your hair, you're like looked at as a a schlemp in society. Okay. Now, when you're bald, if you go with the clean head shaving, it can be deemed as sexy. It's it's deemed as popular. It's deemed as in. How now you, you also got to go head shave. Nobody wants to horseshoe like Costanza anymore. That is a disgrace. If you go bald, you might as well shave your head. But it's it's in. I know this is gonna like shock people who have their hair, and bless you if you do. Bald is in now. It is. It's odd. Now it may not be in again in ten years, and I might be sitting there going, "Oh boy," mm. uh, but it's in right now. It has sex appeal. Okay. You disagree? So good for the fan. I mean, you're you're not in my demographic. You're not my target yeah. audience. Or but versa. there's no negative. Now, I will say, <laughs> did I tell you guys a story about the gym a couple weeks ago? Uh, drove past that, it? <laughs> that you got Wendy's after coming you to the gym? You found out where it was. There was <laughs> a young man who was there with his mother, and I know this from where my wife works. He had some mental disabilities, okay. which is fine. But he looked up at me before I knew he did. And the first thing he said when he looked up at me at the gym, he was, we were passing each other around the locker room. Ha ha, you're bald. Okay. I, I had to realize maybe it's not all the way in as I think. That's still deemed offensive. Well, I mean, again, that's not that's not the right audience for your for your situation yeah. right now. So right. there you go. How did we get on this? Um, oh, the booing. The booing. The booing. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon Miller, your sister's ass, bald, is in, Fortis, except at yeah. the gym. If you were, if you were, you can never react negatively to getting booed. You have to say the right things because there's far worse things than getting booed. And if you're somebody that hates somebody booing somebody, understand, again, there's far worse things and detrimental things that could be said. I'd, I'd get very sarcastic if I was getting booed like that. I'd wave to the crowd. You know, I, I, I get, that would be my only response to it. Pete, Pete waving. Could you imagine Pete finally going to Boise next year with me gone and getting booed, and then he waves to the crowd? I would. How great would that be? I would. How great would that be? I'll take a sack of potatoes. Yes. Yeah. I'm know, dying for a Boise potato. If only that was possible. Said, I'll take a sack of potatoes. <laughs> the time I went, we were stuffing potatoes, vodka. I mean, there's a lot of stuff I had to put in a suitcase. I had to buy another bag. You know, I, I my only hope in all of this is that I inherit the number two position on the DA, like, love list. Okay. Like, the guys in Boise that sent stuff to UNDA, I wanted to go down to me in DA. Katie Lindahl brings the fancy stuff to UNDA. I you want you. The second. Uh, whoever gets replaced me ain't going to like that. I know, but, I mean, I'm, so no matter who it is, I've got up. seniority on them. So maybe the art of the DA show producership should be about producing and not on air, and you should be that guy. I Listen, I don't I don't want more responsibilities. Mm. I just want more Pete gifts. Pete said, hmm. Mm. That's what Pete's I thinking, know, huh? Pete is revealing a lot of secrets no, here. I'm not his revealing sleep. any secrets. Mm. Mm. 
Trust the process. Trust the process. <laughs> like the the our, that great bacon restaurant in Boise. Yeah, bacon. They send you gifts. I wasn't even there. The year I went. Yeah. Now I got great care there, but if they sent you a gift bag backwards, they missed you so much. I need that kind of connection oh, still. So hopefully you make it. Because you don't need that in New York. You don't no. need Boise anymore. And I, and I, I mean, first of all, I'm never going to forget it. I might vacation in Boise. And I'd like to get the little things that Bogus gets in as he moves up. So you want, exactly. now you want, it's a trickle down. Right. Move up to the so third. basically whoever replaces me gets the grunt of whatever Pete gets. Yeah. The half a cookie Katie right. brought. We yeah. shift into DA, obviously remains number one. Now I'm two. Oh, this now is interesting. Pete's three. And then whoever is, what do we do with Cap, Pete? Cap, Cap's in another uh, he doesn't count? stratosphere. Okay. Wow, Pete still doesn't count Cap. Okay, Interesting. So, so no, TV. he's, he's, in, a, he's Interesting. in a another he's What does that mean? He's telling. He's what? He's all telling. He's the the uh he's the wizard over all of us. But what does that mean for his What's trickle down on, on stuff? Omnipotent. You're saying he's screwed is basically. Oh, no. And he's in a different category, but a good category. Huh. It okay. sounded like Pete said that Cap doesn't deserve things. Oh, stop. That's stop exactly what, what he said. Probably should, above me. Maybe Cap should apply for my job, and then we get somebody to do Cap's job. Anybody ever think of that? No. Move Cap out of the back room. Yeah. Here. Let Cap be the new producer, executive producer of the DA show, and get a new digital guy. There's an argument to be made that replacing Cap would be more difficult than replacing you. I don't think that's an argument. Okay. I was trying to be nice. Fact. <laughs> Fair. Anybody can make the fart jokes and, and not remember baseball players. <laughs> Interesting. All right, so a lot of moving parts here. On the TA show in late June. <laughs> Cap, I just, by the way, says he would be excellent. He would be. By the way, Kaplan's been a radio producer, but he would be excellent. He absolutely would be. But your point about we lose it on the digital, I think DA would rather not hire anybody to replace me than lose Cap from that part right. of it. So, either way, That's I fair. mean, food for thought, something to chew on here, on the DA, on CBS Sports Radio. I really, the one thing I care about, I really care about who replaced me. Just what I want to see the interviews. I, I wish that Cap could twitch them. I want to watch them. We still haven't announced a Hard Knocks team for this year. I want to be all in on who, who replaced me and where people went wrong or right. Don't you want to know that, Bogues? I mean, I hope I do know it. Like, I hope I... <laughs> like if Jack Stern interviews, wouldn't you love the cameras in that room? I mean... Jack's got to interview for this, right? Whether he wants to or not. <laughs> he would be silly. Honestly, he would be silly if he doesn't. Yeah, I agree. I, I thought I was going to get the fat man excited. That's all I can say. You know, Jack would be the most controversial person to take that job. Not in, like, the controversy of him getting it. I would what say What he would deliver yeah. as in that role. He's a wild card. You heard me yes. wrong? He's a lightning rod. And by the way, may end up be the best thing. Yeah, you know, Boyle walks in there, talks about girls and yeah. college baseball. Maybe Carlos that's what Jack in. needs, a more settled role, and then it'd be great. Hmm. Yeah, honestly, it's, not, it's an interesting hire. We could get Bates good out of it. whatever yeah. you would like. Right. He's open-minded. Hmm. Don't Horton. sleep on it. He could wow. Hmm. He could wow. Christopoulos Porzingis. All right. Well, when we come back, hmm. just chew on that. Take a sip of that. Plus, Boyle will uh, hopefully get through all 15 minutes of his update and then give us a stun to a news. You're a beast. Hey, show. You're a tank. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know what? Screw you. I mean, enough with this Connor Green. I mean, come on, the guy's ego. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. It is the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Tweets coming in at Sean Morash, at Andrew Bogish. Timbo Slice tweets in, I hope Jack Stern gets a fair shot at Sean Morash's chair on the DA Show. So that's one vote for Jack. Two. Carla with a K tweets in, I just realized this was the last Bob's Bar show and I missed it. I'm so sad when you come to Boise, Sean won't be along. Oh man, we don't know for sure. DA is uh, vouched that there will be a Bob's Bar show, so me and DA still have to just see each other since this announcement to kind of go over the details on how that would work and how that would look. But I wouldn't say it's the. I mean, look, we just had all these people fly in and go to. That's gonna be the last time there's a DA show get together. We can't make that happen. My dad's still living at Sky High here, which, by the way, he hung up the new sign. And it's been having a cooler bring him drinks at every turn. Good for him. It's amazing. I actually haven't been to Bob's Bar since the Bob's Bar show. No, I have. Have you? No. Yeah, I needed a good cleansing. Uh, Curtis tweets in, who had a better meltdown, Carlos with a K over Tuddy's on, or Greg Caserta on his epic Captain Jack rant? Interesting. I think Carlos just went longer. I think I'd go Carlos with a K. Well, Carlos's really came out of nowhere. We were already in on Jack when Caserta joined and freaked out. So I think Carlos gets the nod because it was so organic and so out of nowhere. True. That's he, just, he just ran right into the right and just chastised Boyle. Good for him. Dixie Landan tweets and saying Tuddy is as bad as someone calling their husband hubby or their wife wifey. Ooh. Huge pet peeve that drives me bonkers. You're a grown ass person. Use those <sighs> words. I. Wifey does become a little cringe. Yeah. But I'm in my wife's phone as hubby, so I I think Dixie Hubby gets wrong. a pass. She doesn't call me hubby, but that's how I'm listening you know, her phone. I've definitely had times where I've been out with friends. And not often, because now with two kids, they come out often. And it might be like a girl I knew from around town, a girl I went to school with, and, you know, you run it, you know, like the locals would. And I've had this said to me, where's wifey tonight? And it always struck me as an odd thing to ask somebody. Like, A, mind your freaking business where she is. But B, is that hitting on you when you call him wifey? Another woman calls him your wifey? No, I think the key is whether they are trying to be cute or not. Like, if yeah. you really, like, if that was an actual question, yeah, that's weird. But if just like, wait, there's wifey, like, that's like lighthearted, that's yeah. a little better. Interesting. It always is weird. 
Because if I've ever Where's said wifey, to? yeah, if I've ever said wifey, it's usually in a sarcastic way, like, oh, let me check with wifey if somebody's asking, like, to make plans yeah. or something like that. So I don't think I have a problem anybody calling anybody hubby or what. I just don't do it. Hubby? What does that mean? I guess I'd rather it's hubby for than, than tubby. I've been called tubby plenty of times. Uh, moist pork tweets, and you can follow them at moist underscore pork. Not worse than couples in their 50s calling each other mom and dad even when their kids aren't with them. I, I've never heard that. So that? I would look at my wife and be like, mom, come over here. Yeah, no. No. People do that? I guess. That's terrible. Maybe where moist pork and the porkettes are? Shlomo with an Expos hat? Maybe. By the way, what do we think of this guy who keeps coming up on TV who smoked a gator outside the College Baseball World Series? And, like, it's head-on, full gator, just skinned from the neck down. Should be arrested. Look, this is not popular in the Northeast. This may come as a surprise to some of you listening in some of our states down south. We don't eat gator up here. Mm. Uh, I tried it when I was in Florida. Not for me. My wife had it in New Orleans and loved it. Really? Yeah. Maybe I it's different ways it was cooked. I don't. I don't need any of that. I don't need to open up a grill and see an alligator in there like that. Yeah, like I'm good. Yeah. Uh, uh, the chicken has been perfect to me. Mm-hmm. I don't need to stray from the chicken to have an alligator, especially since everybody compares everything to chicken anyway. Oh, it tastes like chicken. You know what tastes like chicken? Chicken tastes like chicken. I'm good. And tutties. That's the kind of insight you're going to be getting beginning in August here on CBS Sports <laughs> Radio. <laughs> Uh, look, alligators <laughs> killed chubs. That, that's another thing, that's too. That's true. <laughs> Pete's got a, a long memory. There's no forgiveness. <laughs> that's the second Happy Gilmore Ridiculous. reference in uh, two days. Uh, Boyle, would you eat a gator? Yes. Have you eaten a gator? No. I would try it. I would try most things in this world. You would bite it as it's still thrashing in the water. Uh, I don't know if that's possible. Can I? Can our teeth break the skin of an alligator? No. And as jacked as you are, you couldn't wrestle an alligator into submission, mm. I don't think. Don't look ahead to the last hour Hold of the show. On. <laughs> or part of the interview process. Yes. Can you wrestle a gator? <laughs> That's I the third try. question. Well, people have wrestled animals before. Yeah, alligators are scar- an animal that can kill you, though. But what's the scariest animal you think you could out-wrestle if you had to life on the line? Life on the I mean, I'm going to give everything I got against a bear. But you think you could beat a bear? I've, how many, what, over what an weapon, alligator, over a shark? I, what weapons am I being employed with? None. No weapons at all, just bare hands? Your hands. I could do a shark. Punch to the eye. I think in the nose. That thing's going away. Uh, look, it's long, if I don't get critically bit in the first five seconds of that fight, it's over because I'm swinging right at its face, and that's going to send the shark Oof. away. Yeah, I think anything north of a fox, and you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> all of us, not you specifically. <laughs> Once you get past I'd that, I'd even be scared of a fox. To I be think honest, anything north of a goldfish, I'm in trouble. You've got a chance with a fox, <laughs> but in any kind I, of like adult bear, you're not. Winning I think that. I think anything on land, you got to feel good about. You. The sea, you're all, It's a total road game. It's like the Saints trying to play any playoff game on the road in the breeze era. It's the you got road no game. shot shark gator. Yeah. That's their home. Yeah, but bear, I, I agree. Not I'm not. I'm going to be 14 point dog, but I got a shot. <laughs> anything on land so, Wait, against a bear? You said yeah. Yeah, because it also depends. Like, there was that video that came out a couple of weeks ago that the dude who, uh, what was it, the grizzly bear all of a sudden charges at him yeah. while he's on a mountain, and he basically like, kicks it off the But the, you might have a bear submit like he did to Lottie in Yellow Jackets. What? It's not unfunny. I just, I, I'm not I speaking on Yellow Jackets yet. Oh, okay. Cat, watch Yellow Jackets. Land, we're all dogs. Except maybe versus a dog. Even some dogs. There's some dogs that could like German sea, Shepherd it's unwinnable. could rip a lot of people to shreds. Yeah, a sea it's on un- the sea it's unwinnable. 
Unwinnable. I, I, I disagree. If you're out in the open ocean where you can't put your feet down, you're not winning. Like, you might get lucky yeah. to survive, but you're not winning that. You right. need a clean shot on that shark's nose in order for no, you to get a chance. The shark, they showed Shark Fest commercial. Yeah, <laughs> how things. ironic is that? The shark needs to shank a field goal. Like, I, that's your shot to yes. win. I, and I also think when they tell you, like, to hit the shark in the eye, that's just them giving you the the slightest glimmer of hope that you can survive a great white chomping into your midsection. Yeah, but, well, they've got very sensitive nose, right. noses. Do you guys get excited around here northeast, or even if you've been on vacation, or scared when you hear, everybody out of the water! There's, like, a shark sighting. Like, are you, like, in on, like, yes, I'm here to see a yes, shark? I get excited. Or are you, like, are you kidding me? Now I can't go in the water the rest of the day. Well, I've never been in, I've never been called out of the water for a shark. I have. So, but I want to see a fin. Like, I, when I sit on the beach, I am constantly scanning, not even out of, for, like, safety. <laughs> I just want to see it. And now, he, around here... Yeah. Because the water is apparently cleaner and warmer. We've got whales breaching. Yeah. Like, like I, I want to say, I love sea life. I'm I want to see I'm that looking stuff. at things pop, popping out. I know. Bugs, not, not I, never, I know you pig. I never, you pig. <laughs> I never see, I've been called out because somebody has spotted like from a helicopter or something. Right. But I've never actually seen it. Even like it'll always be like, I'll park my beach chair down at like 10.30 a.m., right? And I know some of you maybe in the middle of the country can't relate because, you know, you're near lakes. Maybe you see grouper or whatever. Okay. I will park my beach chair down. It'll always be like the person next to me. This happened to me a couple times. You just missed the dolphins come by about 30 minutes. I'm like, are you, I miss dolphins flipping through the water? Yeah, that's all I've seen is dolphins. And that, it's seagulls eating spicy chili Dorito yeah. bags. Oh, and then my first experience on the Gulf Coast of Florida, when the police boat or the, you know, the whatever it is, comes slowly by and they're guiding a manatee through yeah. like, the water. Like I've seen, but I never, nothing bigger than that. I need to see a live whale somewhere. All right. Well, <laughs> The A show wanna, this week. Yeah, I even want to go, like, when they say, like, a whale washed up on, like, I want to go and just see what it see looks it, like yeah. laying on the sand like that. I agree. As sad as it is, I right. agree. But, no, you got no shot, boy. You ain't beating a shark. No shot. Uh, again, boy. I'm not talking about, like, dismantling a shark and, and then eating its blood. I'm just saying, like, if I had to survive, I think I'd have at least a puncher's, no pun intended, chance against a shark. If I you, catch it cleanly in the nose, it's going to swim away. You know where you got no shot lion or tiger on the land? You got a shot with no, you'd, I, you'd be dead in seconds. Is it shock you were allowed that close to the lions and the safaris and the zoos? Uh, yeah, it's at your own risk. Yeah, I don't think I, I think most people don't realize how enormous lions and tigers yeah. are, and like unless you see one in well, person, because we're used to them being subpar sports franchises, or just seeing them on TV. Yeah. All right, June radio for you, folks. Have at it. Told you we'd get through, Carlos. Lions, tigers, bears. Oh, my. It's not funny. Now, everyone be quiet and let Boyle do his update because he got a little upset last time we had to cut it short. All right. My mic's off. Just talk. You ready? You ready? Are you ready? I just told you my mic's off. Talk. A cool 2K for Freddie Freeman last night. Two and one to Freeman. Fly ball. Right center. Racing on back, Tucker, he can't get it. It rolls to the wall, arriving at second base. Freddie Freeman, career hit 2,000. And all together fitting and proper, it is with a double. Charlie Steiner, Dodgers Radio, Freddie Freeman now sixth. Um, well, he was, he still is. What is that? Soundtrack, go ahead. Okay, thanks, Pete. Uh, Freeman sixth amongst active players now with 2,000 hits. I feel like I should be doing an elevator voice. That hit also brought in Mookie Betts, made it a 4-2 game in the eighth inning. Will Smith then hit a two-run tater to tie it at four. 
Houston would prevail in extras, 6-5 the final in 11 innings. Uh, they avoid the sweep with the win. Astros are now five and a half games back of the Rangers in the AL West because the Yankees used a three-run eighth inning to come from behind and take the rubber game from the Rangers in the Bronx yesterday. Their offense next to lifeless since Aaron Judge went down with his big toe injury three and a half weeks ago, which, by the way, he revealed over the weekend that he has a torn ligament. Uh, so, Shawnee, I don't know if uh, Aaron Judge is even going to be coming back this year. Yeah, probably not. But, yeah, Yankees had three runs in the first two games over the weekend. Then they got three runs in that eighth inning yesterday. They beat the Rangers 5-3. Uh, the Mets. By, by the way, DA just texted me, when's your last show with us? Does this guy pay attention at all? <laughs> I told you, that was in his <laughs> email last night. It's a good night. show, DA. You should listen. Oh. The Mets, just like the Padres, continue to be a rich team of losers. Two and two to Turner. Now the pitch. Breaking ball inside. He hit him. He hit him on three and two, and that brings the go-ahead run home. Unbelievable implosion by the Mets bullpen. That is right. That's how he rose. Mets radio, Mets bullpen melts down again. Fifth time this year they've blown a lead of three or more runs. Phillies come back for an undeserved 7-6 win in the rubber game at Citizens uh, Bank Park. Preseason, Pete was playing around with a little fan duel, betting the Mets to win the World Series. Pete, how you feeling? Any cash-out offers? That's why, that's why you only bet, like, Two cents. <laughs> 75 yeah. cents. Yep. I think that's over. <laughs> Here's the eight, bottom of the eighth inning for the Phillies, by the way. Four runs on one hit, one costly error on what could have been a double play, three walks, and back-to-back hit batters to tie the game and then give Philly the lead. It's easy to say, but I think it's true. Only the Mets. I mean, only the, they haven't won a road series since, like, early May. They're terrible in general, and they give up four runs on one hit in the eighth inning because guys named Brigham and Walker and Bueller. Vito Natoli. Hey, yeah. What's that guy's name? Nick Natoli. We're pitching. Hey, Nick Natoli. I'm over here. Huh? Yeah, that's a good one. Mets are now Mets. seven games under 500. They've lost 15. Is that it? They've lost 15 of their last 20. But yeah, only seven games under 500. Uh, elsewhere true. yesterday, doesn't matter how hard you get hit or bit by a shark. What matters if you get up off the mat. Rockies got off the mat after they got annihilated 25-1 to on Saturday. They win the rubber game, beating the Angels 4-3 in Denver. Shohei Otani went 2-4. for four. No home oh. run, though. Oh, in Denver. Angels slink back to just five games above 500, so maybe they'll trade them now. No. And I'm going to keep, I'm going to die on that hill. They added the moose. Not Melusas, the Moustakas. We're going to talk about that a little later on. Yes. Over to basketball, the Timberwolves and center Nas Reed have agreed on a new three-year $42 million contract, which includes a player option. WNBA, the Suns Alyssa Thomas. She's the new triple-double queen in WNBA history. 14 points, 11 rebounds, 12 assists. The Sun beat the sky. Wow. That'll Alyssa some reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I'll text you that Friday's your last show. Sun beat the sky 96-72. Meanwhile, Liberty beat the Mystics 89-88. No T and the Sparks beat the Wings 93-83. Finally, golf. Keegan Bradley was shaky down the stretch and still... The 37-year-old broke the tournament record at the Travelers Championship yesterday for his sixth PGA Tour victory. He finished 23 under, 23 under, beating Brian Harmon and Zach Blair by three strokes each. And at the LPGA Championship, Runing Yin became the second woman from China to win a major championship, hitting a 10-foot birdie putt on the final hole to beat Yuka Sasso by one stroke. And now, Pete, cut the music! <laughs> It 
doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show right. is yeah. stunned to a news. So what do we want to go with here? Because I got sent a submission. I think it was Reed Fatty Crackers Phillips. <laughs> the the horny, go okay. horny ghost, but that was one you guys already did. So I was scrambling. We did? And I've got either the world's ugliest dog or a man who robs a woman and then asks her out. The robs a woman. Yeah, that's the one Bogus sent me. So, uh, I mean, I'm literally reading the article here for the first time as we're doing this. But That's good. You basically, you had Hope a man in, in India... Uh, Indiana, excuse me. <laughs> Very Close enough, Sean. Very opposite places. <laughs> I, each other. I didn't see that uh, that end. Nothing um, bus bear can't fix. So yeah, a man a man robbed a woman getting her mail at her mailbox at gunpoint. Jeez. Oh, yep. And uh, the man identified as Damian Boyce. Basically, robbed this woman of a hundred dollars in cash, and then ended up asking her out on social media. What? So he robbed her when she's cute in retrospect? And let me look her up because I have her mail. Yeah, so she said, I thought if maybe I added him on Facebook, he would leave. And he did. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, hold on. I'm, I mean, I'm trying, like I said. Wait a minute. He he robbed her with gunpoint and said, hold on here. And he said, oh, so here we go. So court documents state that Boyce pointed his gun at this woman and told her to add him on Facebook. Are you serious? So like he, he goes. So he I, wasn't looking at robbery. He just wanted her to. Now I don't know. I don't know. Hold I don't know. On. We haven't gotten the uh, the plan here. We haven't gotten the manifesto from <laughs> we him. We haven't gotten to paragraph four yet. It was a halftime adjustment. <laughs> but he goes. She said, "I thought if I maybe added him on Facebook, he would leave, and he did. And then the court documents show after he left, he messaged her on Facebook and said, "You was too pretty to rob." Read one of the messages along with saying he would pay her back, and then he asked her to come chill. Wow. Okay. So he apologized. Yeah. So just so I understand what we think happened here, he rolled up with the plan of robbing a woman he saw at a mailbox for whatever cash she had in her wallet ends up being 100 bucks. Correct. In the process of robbing her, pointing the gun, he's looking at her and go, and is mesmerized by that. She's very pretty. So he, while pointing the gun, says, can you add me on Facebook? Demands. Demands. That she, she add him on she Facebook. She pulls out her phone, adds him on Facebook. He runs away with said money and then decides now he's going to message her. In yeah. which he's the biggest idiot in the world because she can easily press charges now because she knows exactly who he is. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. And apparently at first he said he took out, he, you know, robbed her, put the, pulled the gun out and said, let me into your house. And she, she, well, that's tried a to, she tried to de-escalate. Yeah, you can't date somebody like that. You can't. You can't. You can't go back out. Even if he apologizes, returns the money. I'll rob somebody else to, to take you guy. out to dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got at least a hundred bucks to take her to dinner. Yeah, you can't. No, you can't. If I'm her, I'm out. Especially if she's hot enough to be saved from armed robbery. She has other options. True. I don't know. But here's the thing. He <laughs> did try. He did rob her. He also saved her from himself. Yes. Right. So to put aside his stupidity for a second, she apparently is pretty enough to be safer than other women because she was so pretty. He was like, I can't rob you. A normal looking woman would have been a full on victim in this scenario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. And this again, guy's, you should be able. This guy's dangerous. Yeah. And you should be able to tack on 10 years for him being stupid and creepy. I agree.
there should be a surcharge for giving his name his name to his victim and then trying to ask her out. There should be a way where he can get more jail time than just like assault and battery and attempted robbery. Yeah, you could just I, can't, I can't even call it a day. I can't even continue to try to, to like make a joke about how Save now, nah, this guy's a total idiot. A lost cause, and uh, probably should be you know, locked, away, lost cause. locked up, throw away the key, lock him up, throw away the key. Can I ask about the horny ghost? Because I was very interested in that. When did we do that? So, it was if I'm remembering correctly, you might have been out because I definitely was on the show that day. It was people who like had a Airbnb or some kind of like rental property in Texas, uh-huh. and people kept moving out very quickly. And somebody said, finally told them that they thought the place was haunted. It turns out that, like, the building used to be a brothel. And they thought, like, the ghosts of the people that had been in the brothel were, like, haunting the current people by, like, making sex noises and stuff like that. Oh. Yeah. Casper's all grown up. It was a good one. (laughs) Okay. It was a good one. You think they got themselves a Casper mattress? <laughs> I, I gotta admit, you're you're quick with the puns. They yeah, might be terrible. Quick thing. doesn't mean good though. No, no. But here's the thing. That, that I know. But tuba, he's quick with them at least. That tube is called the fact that I'm actually really funny with some of these, and we just play them anyway over no, all of them. It's not the tuba's fault. It's your fault because you've oversaturated the market with all of these. If you would just sit a day out and drop, because Pat's right, there is a quickness involved here, and there is a skill involved but you're beating us over the head with them. So we don't care whether they're good or not anymore. Okay. Just pick mm-hmm. your spots better. What are you going to do? All right. Pick, yeah. That, that's pick your spots better. Well said. Pick your spots better. That's like people get bored. Calm down. Now, here's, now I'm actually I'm going to inflate you a little bit. No pun intended. People Why is that? Get, Why would that be a pun? People get bored if Shohei Otani's hitting a 430-foot home run every day. But when it, if it happens every five days that he happens to be starting and he throws seven shot at innings, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, show you Donnie, seven shot at innings, five and a foot on run, he's the best player to ever play baseball, he's next Babe Ruth. Ah! Well, if he does it every night, it gets old. Kind of like your Canadian bacons? No. The bacon was... That's not nice. Oof. The bacon was a rough spot. It was a rough... Because you started to do them every day. No, it didn't. Interesting. I'm very... I, had a, I had a rough outing. I think, honestly... Of this whole situation where I'm leaving this show, I can't wait for next spring to hear how much you guys miss me on Canadian bacon. Oh, and you will. And you will. We're not going to miss you on bacon. Oh, you will. Somebody be the first to tweet and go, I kind of miss a Mraz bacon. i got to be honest with you. What, yeah. is, what is there to be missed about? The terrible singing? The puns that like don't rhyme or have any forget rhythm Forget about to him. Spelling. You do it very well. You do it the best. Carlos is good, and he just learned hockey. I, I wouldn't even say I learned it yet. Right. Caserta has only done five winks. And whoever's the next to have the job and has it every day, exposed. Just like you were. Exposed. At least you could spell. <laughs> <laughs> second question on the interview. Hopefully sing. And read and write. Yeah. <laughs> Are you literate? Yep. And who else is going to come you're, up? You're out. Who else is going to come up with a buffalo chicken dip recipe this, this fall? Yeah, you're Everybody. Right. Yeah. Wait, wait, guys. I can put bacon on top of that. That's right. With Dipsy Doodles. You're Whoa, that's three me. different recipes. You're gonna miss me. All right, when we well, come back. Maybe some original recipes, too. When we come back, <laughs> Drew Rosenhaus picked his battle. He fought a shark. It's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. I just, I don't want to be dealing with mulch on a Monday. I, I didn't want to be dealing with the The last thing I needed was now you questioning how much mulch I was buying. 
Mind your mulch and business. The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, hey, everybody. Uh, DA's been asking when Sean's last day here is, and it was scheduled for July 21st. The Friday before July 24th when he begins his new job over on WFAM. However, Sean's gone now. Uh, today, his last day, that last segment is his last segment because he's disappeared. I don't know if he's in a high-powered meeting. I don't know if he's giving Boyle advice on how to become the next Mraz. Knowing Sean, he could be stuck in a bathroom stall somewhere. I'm going to go with that. It could absolutely be C, and here he comes jolly back into the studio. We thought maybe today was your last day. No, I went looking for IT to fix uh, my phone, and they told me the guy was getting coffee, and then he wasn't getting coffee, so I went up to the info. I lost track of time. You also signed off the show at this point Friday, so you could have thought we were just done for the day as well. Yeah. But you're back. Interesting. All right, well, I still haven't found the guy in IT. That was an interesting five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we doing here? Drew oh, Rosenhaus. Drew Rosenhaus. Here's your second Tyreek Hill mention of the morning, because I guess they were yeah. all fishing this weekend, Tyreek and Drew Rosenhaus, other guys, and they reeled in, maybe accidentally, a dusky shark, and Drew got in the water and was, like, tugging on the shark's yeah. tail while it was hooked to the boat, and people were freaking out that he was, like, harassing the shark, which he probably was. Probably a little much, but here's the thing. Why? I don't care what he's hooked onto or anything. Why would you go into shark-infested waters and wrestle the shark? I don't care. Don't tell me some expert. It's only a, a sand shark or a tiger shark. It's not yeah. going to bite you. Sharks have teeth. They have teeth. Um, I don't know much about a dusky shark, but I do know that sharks have this weird thing, and it looks like it's happening to this shark now. If you turn a shark upside down, uh-huh. it, like, goes comatose. What? If it, you flip it on its back, it, like, loses it, – it, like, passes out almost. Almost or it passes out? I mean, I, that's not the right term, passing out, but it puts it in this, like, docile state if you can flip it on its back. It's, How does it get out of the docile state? If you flip it back over. But it doesn't know how to flip itself back over? Uh, apparently not. It's so like Sean. If you watch any of these, <laughs> yeah, he's like a bug. He gets on his, like a turtle, gets on his back and he just waves his hands and fingers and try to get back on those. So it takes some, or like a shark can push another shark like back if over? You, if you, well, it, it only happens, it feels like when you watch these like scientist shows and they're doing research and they like catch a shark, they'll flip it on its back and then they can do stuff to it. They can like take blood samples and like measure it and tag it because it's like stunned. I don't know hmm. what the right scientific term for it is. And this shark is just kind of laying there, and at one point its belly is up towards the sky. So I don't know if they accidentally got it into this little thing, but it's not fighting back with Drew Rosenhaus tugging on his tail. Wow. So then it is tormenting the shark. Yeah, he should probably leave the shark alone. At the same time, sharks have had enough wins versus us. Aren't we owed a few? I don't think that was a win for for Drew. It's just it's such a stupid thing to do. It really is. I mean, I'd love to touch a shark, but not in the really? water. No. Why? Again, I'm fascinated by the ocean, and I love sharks, whales, dolphins. I'm you all should in. have been a buccaneer. Like I couldn't be less tough, but I would absolutely get in a cage in the water and have great whites swim around me. I can't trust it. Did we learn nothing from the submarine? Stop going places we're not supposed to go in man-made equipment. Nope. I'll do that. All right. Well, you know what? Then I'll take your next Dave Matthews tickets after that because you did. Next month, Jones Beach, Tuesday night. July something. You free? Dave can't even play a weekend. He's got to play a Tuesday night. Jones Beach can't get weekends. Not a big enough venue. Okay. 
Uh, we'll continue next on the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.